Hello, welcome back to Sarcasm Colored Glasses. I'm your host, Critical J. And um, first thing, first things first, I would like to say that credit for this topic goes to Mr. Alex from our um, sister podcast, Eye Pokes and Head Jokes. Um, to uh, really kind of, you know, and it definitely, I really encourage this. Like, you know, if you have a thought or an idea that, you know, you'd like to discuss, hear about, or whatever, you know, just throw it at me. I love it. You know, I got tons of things up here already, but, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm all about the people. So, you know, <laughs> let's hear what you've got. So um, basically pointing out, um, talk about kind of like Jurassic Park, which is, um, you know, and it's funny because like, you know, we, in our geekdom, there's, there's more than, you know, stuff like, you know, Marvel and uh, DC, Star Wars, all that stuff is, you know, it's been in, it's like one part of our genre. And, uh, and it's funny because talk about genres, it's like, you know, what really classifies anything to be in anything, you know, um, you know, usually the type of people that like before we had all of these movies, you know, what did we watch? You know, we, uh, we, we watch horror movies, we watch thrillers and, uh, sci-fi different types of things. And even within different types of sci-fi, because you've got your Star Trek thing, then you've got your thriller sci-fi where it's like, you know, more, uh, like, uh, psychological and stuff. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but you know what I mean? And so, Something like Jurassic Park, um, and and I'll, I'll hit like different aspects of because there's like the original and then there's the sequels and then there's also, you know, the, I don't want to call it reboot because they're not really reboot, it's continuation, later continuation. I don't know how, how do we want to phrase it. But uh, um, anyway, so, but you know, like when you have something like this, it's like, what really is it classified as? Is it something that is, you know, it's a, it's a fantasy thing? Is it... Um, action adventure is it a thriller is it a horror and there's so many aspects to this um even like uh, i like to focus on the original first um because like you know that's kind of our groundbreaking thing and really the jurassic world that followed i feel like it that's the most direct continuation from like i mean it took off from the first one yeah you know the second and third one i I, I'm going to say I hated them. <laughs> you know, I've watched them a million times, but if you're really going to like go through, you know, if things got better, it's definitely, this is not Terminator 2. Okay. So this is not where the sequels got better until we got to J Jurassic World. But by then, you know, we'd learned our lesson. Uh, well, they've learned their lesson and, you know, listened to really what people want to see and took the cues from what worked in the first one and decided to redo those same things, take off of those and build upon them. So anyway, but, um, you know, but there's so many aspects in this one movie or, you know, series of movies that really fall into a lot of different things. You know, it's got your, it definitely has your, your adventure type thing, you know, you're going into like, you know, the lost world, there's dinosaurs and all this stuff, you know, and which brings into the fantasy sci-fi, because if you think about it, like there, there are not dinosaurs, it's not something where it's like, okay, you know, this is Congo, we're going out there, we're going to go hang out with the gorillas or something that's with lions or something. It's like, no, dinosaurs don't exist. <laughs> they did. Yes. But the, uh, whole thing about cloning them and, um, and bring it this is science fiction so even though it's not in space or anything it's it is science fiction 
So, um, and could you bring back? I don't know. You know, even if they're like, they're talking about the way that they really did bring them back. It's like, oh yeah, you know, the tree sap and whatever. And the, um, the bugs that were frozen in that we took the blood from there and we genetically modified and we put in all this stuff. And it's like, if, and the more you think about it, it's like, okay, this is a science fiction, a science fiction gets because <laughs> I'll, I'll go with like cloning a couple of cells, but the fact of this thing lasting, you know, this mosquito that bit a dinosaur two million years ago, he's going to have the DNA that I can build a whole park full of things. I don't, I don't know. And how you find those specific, like how many mosquitoes are in frozen amber that you're able to build all of these different types of dinosaurs. So, you know, I mean, I'm all for it, you know, and I, and I love the movie and I've watched it a million times. But like, you know, if you're trying to break it down into something, it's like, is this something that's realistic? Completely not. Total science fiction. Um, but it also has like so many aspects of horror in it. Um, to point out the, I mean, Tyrannosaurus Rex, like pretty much every freaking scene has so many features that are from horror movies, you know, Um it's for it's it, he doesn't just come out, you know, and, you know, they're sitting in the car and you hear the vibration and, you know, and everybody's, you know, you're sitting around you're like, what's going on, what's going on, you know, and then there's a bigger thump. And then you see the, the, the puddle that's got the drip that goes bigger, expanding, something's going closer, closer. And then, you know, you're looking in the rear of the mirror and then there he is, and, you know, he's about to like bite everything and whatever. And, you know. All this and and even the scene that follows, like you know, he he chases the guy into the the little porta potty and he bites him in half. I mean, that's straight up horror right there. Even though it it has the comical feature of okay, this guy went to go hide in a porta potty. I don't I don't know why. Um, I mean, it's like I guess you figure it's like okay, there's a huge T Rex. I'm running for my life. Where 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 can I really hide? So like, let me just go into this thing. Maybe he won't notice. But yeah, you know. So he breaks open the door and he and he bites the guy sitting on the toilet. Um, so so it's it's got comedy, but it just followed something that was completely horrific. And then well, the the suspense it followed suspense, comedy, and into the horror of him biting him in half. And then everybody else has to hightail it out of there. So. And that's in one scene that you've had all of that going on. Um, another great scene is um, when the uh, they're decide when they're going to turn the power back on, and you know Laura Dern she's she's you know she's the one that's braving through and she's going in there. You know Samuel L. Jackson never returned. Um, poor black guy, you know. <laughs> and um, so she, so she goes out there, you know. It's dark, whatever she's, and it's very suspenseful going through there. You know, you don't know what's going on and um, you're completely shut out, but you know, dinosaurs are running around. And so she bravely turns on the power, takes a breath, and then, you know, and then the hand falls on her straight horror right there and then screams from that and then the, the dinosaur that was i guess sleeping in the back of the raptor you know pops out at her and then there's that whole chase scene there and um and so again suspense horror and you know and kind of comedy of just like a random arm falling out <laughs> And, uh, uh, and, you know, so it's, it's very unique to have all of these different aspects all in one particular movie and something. And, and also, and it also, all this is going on and this is very action adventure, you know, um, it's not, you know, Sylvester Stallone swinging off of a freaking, uh, 
a helicopter with a semi-automatic. No, but it's, you know, it's it's uh, riding on an RV or, uh, you know, like a little Jeep going through, you know, the prehistoric era jungle being chased by raptors and everything else. And so super action packed. And they they took you know, like huge cues off of that in Jurassic World and had basically the same aspects of it, you know, um, the scene with them in the hamster ball, um, very calm or whatever, you know, you're, you're, you're running with the dinosaurs in this little ball and you're, you know, you're going off into the little forest and you're just seeing like these little, you know, plant eaters just frolicking around. It's like, oh yeah, you know, there's four dinosaurs. No, there's five dinosaurs. It's like four. Why can't you freaking count? comedy right and then he's like five and then you see the image of the face in the reflection suspense horror and you know and then you know like the huge dinosaur that they've been chasing comes out um and he this and they did a really good job with the dominus rex storyline i mean he really was um he would always like camouflage and then pop out um and which is funny because the guy's humongous. Um, but, you know, so it's the complete opposite of the T-Rex where you you hear him coming like a mile away before you ever even see him. There's a suspense of him coming on. While this is the suspense, it's kind of like those horror movies where it's more like uh, uh, like Michael Myers. You know, it's just kind of lingering. You know, you're you as a viewer know that he's there. But as a person, you're just going about your business. And then... You know, you see like this little thing in the background, but the character doesn't see it and or the character just kind of glances at her, gives a feeling, but then ignores it. And then, bam, you're right there on top of you, like out of nowhere. So um, it's it's amazing that this was that these aspects are pulled into that. And so uh, and then, of course, then you have, you know, the the bite the, uh, on the big ball and <laughs> bite on the big ball. That's what she said. Uh, bite on the big hamster ball. And, you know, they fall out of that. Um, and also there is a suspense part, too, even. And I'm jumping all over the place with this because there's so much going on. It's one scene, right? In every scene, there's so much going on in every single scene, um, which is amazing. And so, uh, you know, the the aunt is calling them. And even before that, um, the whole thing of like, you know, when they're just realizing that, okay, we need to close the park or get everybody out of here because it's like this creature's out of control. And, you know, and then it suddenly dawns on her, ooh, my nephews, my nephews are out there, calls a nanny and the nanny's like, I don't know where they are. And it's like, oh my God, and panic and whatever. And so, you know, she calls him and he, you know, casually picks up. It's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, we're we're just chilling out here. And, you know, but she's like, you know, she's like, oh, my God, you got to get out of here or whatever. And, of course, the phone's breaking up, which is something that's totally like, you know, like Scream or something like that. You know, it's like there's the, the person trying to give the important message that you're in imminent danger, but then your reception is dying. And so they're completely clueless. And then as we, as I just discussed, walk right out into it and like, oh, whatever, you know, I guess if it's a board, you'll call it back, <laughs> you know, and so the whole thing. And then when she's calling back and they already know that they're in danger, they're hanging upside down and he's trying to reach it, but he can't reach it. Um, so, so much thrown into like every little thing. Um, and, you know, the, uh, the, the, the whole thing about like, you know, with um, Chris Pratt and, um, Howard, I forgot what her first name is. Um, like, you know, like after the, like when they're on the hunt for 
cops who are going to get them. And, you know, and that whole scene of where he's like, okay, you know, you wouldn't last whatever, you wouldn't last two minutes in those heels. And then she does this whole thing, like big dramatic scene of like pulling up her sleeves and tying off her shirt and then just standing there like superhero pose. And he's just like, okay, what, what does that mean? I don't get it. She's like, oh, you know, showing I'm ready, you know, and, and it also, so in that instant, you know, they're basically pointing at cliches of previous, like, you know, types of things where, you know, action adventure things where like, it's like, oh, you don't think I won't last? Okay, here we go. I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm good to go. You know, um, and, you know, and he's looking at her like, this is, this is a ridiculous gesture. And it looks like a ridiculous gesture to us. And he points it out to, to her as well. So he's, he's in on the joke. Um, so, and then diving off into the water right there, more adventure, um, being chased by dinosaur, more horror. It's so, it's, it's so much stuff into it. And, um, and, and that all picks off of like the original one where they introduce something like this, you know, and, you know, and I think that it's really cool because it's one of those things where it's like, I, I personally don't like, I, I don't like labels, you know, um, this is definitely cause I'm all about like, you know, geek and nerd stuff. Um, but you know, like it's like, there's so many other things that could fit into that, you know, that could appeal to us that are geeks or things, the things that we like to look for in different types of things. So you're not all just watching like, okay, let's just watch superhero movies at a time, you know, let's just watch sci-fi. It's so it's taking the aspects of the things that we like and putting it in something that we wouldn't necessarily think that we would like, you know, like a movie about dinosaurs, you know, um, so, and then maybe you do like movies about dinosaurs, but you know, within our genre of, you know, like geek nerd content, that's not something that you instantly would think of, you know, you're thinking about like, oh, what is that movie with the rock, uh, like journey to the center of the earth or something like that. Um, well, that obviously it was a remake of the original, it wasn't the rocks movie. Um, but you know, like those things where, um, dinosaur movies where it's like eh, whatever you know and uh you know maybe you've seen them maybe you haven't um or if you've seen them maybe you're just mad about them um but it's not something you would think that you would go for but this is something that is you know it's not only is it did it create this kind of like I can't even call it a subgenre. It's like a cross genre of like putting like all these different things all in one spot. And uh and then each movie that they're coming out with is basically building on that. Um Fallen Kingdom, that was like um tons of horror move um uh moments in there and like very, very sci-fi in the fact of like, I mean, the whole thing is about like, you know. They they took the genetics thing an extra level, saying that yeah, you know this is yeah we've been you know doing the dinosaurs and all this stuff, but it's like that thing that we do with the dinosaurs, this guy he did with a girl, and so you know what is coming out with Dominion? It's really like you know it's like holy crap, there's so much more that they've opened the doors to you know like now more into different types of science things, and it's funny like when you're watching the original one after watching um you know, Fallen Kingdom and um, in Jurassic World and seeing um, B.D. Wong, you know, it's like, you know, the first one, he's like this young, innocent little scientist. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, you know, we just did this or whatever, you know, it's like we made dinosaurs. Yeah, it's fun. You know, I'm just this guy in a lab to becoming like this, like evil genius scientist. It's like, oh, it's like we're 
we're making this great predator and all of these things and you know sipping his evil person's tea <laughs> you know as they're describing like the horrible things that his creation has done he's like really that's interesting and it's like dude i'm just telling you that like my whole like security team just got eaten alive because you put this predator aspect in there and didn't tell anybody about it and you're just like oh really that's fascinating <laughs> you know it's like it's you know he's basically like you know freaking dr evil now <laughs> it's like he basically you know put his like finger like his little piggy there and go oh you know um so but coming from like this guy in the lab <laughs> the original one um so everything's built 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 and um again and there's this whole other thing you know like evil genius scientist and then you got you know the the corporation which seems like very much like alien um as far as like, what do they call them? The company. Yeah. It's like these movies, they always have something and it's like, and they always have some stupid name for it. You know, like uh, it's like, yeah, it's like the, the company does this. It's like the company that, that, what does that mean? Everything's a company. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's like everything is like erased and it all becomes the company. It's not just like this company that, you know, like this, uh, corporation or whatever, you know, like fancy names, like, um, umbrella or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> umbrella how ridiculous a name is that but anyway um they, they just blend into the company and so in this one the company is ingen which is something that in the first movie wasn't really thought about much and then you know as they're building with the next ones then it's like oh you know like ingen is actually they're kind of like a the rocks on of um freaking um of like avengers and stuff like that you know that under color undercurrent thing um building building of this greedy corporation wanting to like you know like build, make money and cause drama and whatever and all the stuff that evil companies in these movies do but that is in there too and um and it's something that builds in each movie it's something that was completely subtle it's one of those things where like maybe you just saw a tag in the beginning and then eventually it's something where it's like in gen and then you're like ooh you know it's like they're the bad guys and uh and whatever you know and all this stuff so but it's um you know i'm poking fun of it but it's like it's it's very cool the way they did this and that they're just feeding into so many different areas of you know for everyone and it's something where you know anyone literally can sit down it doesn't you don't have to be a nerd you don't have to be some dinosaur nut you don't have to be you know um looking for any, any there i guess it kind of is a little bit of romance you know but it's also it's that thing of like the unspoken word you know you're you're diane and um sam cheers thing you know you just, you just don't speak it you know they have the, like the kiss but then they break up but then there's still the whole thing there you know whatever and even the, like in the originals really because it kind of plays off of the whole thing with um you know laura dern and um and Goldblum and, and the other guy, I don't remember what his name is, you know, like this kind of weird triangle, you know, and he, he's even saying, he's like, oh, so are you guys together? And it's like, no, but I don't want you to be together. You know, so it's like, is this a big brother thing? Or is like that, that's my ex and I don't want you anywhere near her because you're creeping. Who knows? But again, dynamic, dynamic, dynamic for everyone. And so, um, and it's funny because like, you know, this is, Something and this is really a movie that I, I watch all the time and don't even think about it. And you know, I've probably watched it as many times, well, not as many times as Star Wars, but maybe as many times as Avengers. I don't know. And it's definitely on enough. Um, 
But I, I, I like that there are these genre-breaking movies, these things that break classifications, but still feed everything that we want, um, you know, combine so many different things, but like combine it fluidly. You know, I'm talking about having like four different genres in one scene and it doesn't feel choppy. You know, who does that? Um, Jurassic World um, or Jurassic Park, whatever you want to particularly call it at, for whatever point in the franchise where we're at but um yeah i mean i'm totally looking forward to the new movie um obviously everything held back because of the thing um but you know like hopefully it'll get out there um hopefully it'll be direct to home so we can watch it safely and not have to worry um or have to go through all the stress and drama and whatever uh but yeah you know um tell me your feelings about you know Jurassic Park world do you have a particular favorite are you one of those hardcore like oh I only like the originals or it's like oh no these new ones they really like you know that's where it needs to be you know they did things so much better or um or or do you appreciate it all like all of it um have you noticed that there's all these different things what would you classify them as genre if there is one and um what other movies do you think should do stuff like that have do you have any other examples of movies that you know break genres and blend genres so fluidly like this i mean i'd love to know maybe i've been watching them didn't even realize it you know until somebody has it pointed out to me <laughs> but uh yeah anyway uh so you know i hope your prescriptions filled filled and you're seeing clearly and um we'll talk next time <laughs>